Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All the wealth my father left me, answered the fox. Do you feel inclined to bargain? Well, I don't mind, replied the lap, who was a prudent man and did not wish the fox to think him too eager. But show me first what money you have got. Ah, but I can't do that, answered the fox. My bag is sealed up, but if you will give me those three reindeer, you shall take it as it is, with all its contents. The lap did not quite like it, but the fox spoke with such an air that his doubts melted away. He nodded and stretched out his hand. The fox put the bag into it and unharnessed the reindeer he had chosen. "'Oh, I forgot!' he exclaimed, turning round, as he was about to drive them in the opposite direction. "'You must be sure not to open the bag until you have gone at least five miles, right on the other side of those hills out there. If you do, you will find that all the gold and silver has changed into a parcel of charred bones.' Then he whipped up his reindeer and was soon out of sight. For some time the lap was satisfied with hearing the bones rattle, and thinking to himself what a good bargain he had made, and of all the things he would buy with the money. But after a bit this amusement ceased to content him, and besides, what was the use of planning when you did not know for certain how rich you were? Perhaps there might be a great deal of silver and only a little gold in the bag, or a great deal of gold and only a little silver. Who could tell? He would not, of course, take the money out to count it, for that might bring him bad luck. But there could be no harm in just one peep. So he slowly broke the seal and untied the strings, and behold, a heap of burnt bones lay before him. In a minute he knew he had been tricked, and flinging the bag to the ground in a rage, he ran after the fox as fast as his snowshoes would carry him. Now the fox had guessed exactly what would happen, and was on the lookout. Directly he saw the little speck coming towards him. He wished that the man's snowshoes might break, and that very instant the lap's shoes snapped in two. The lap did not know that this was the fox's work, but he had to stop and fetch one of his other reindeer, which he mounted and sent off again in pursuit of his enemy. The fox soon heard him coming, and this time he wished that the reindeer might fall and break its leg. And so it did, and the man felt it was a hopeless chase, and that he was no match for the fox. So the fox drove on in peace, till he reached the cave where all his stores were kept, 
and then he began to wonder whom he could get to help him kill his reindeer. For though he could steal reindeer, he was too small to kill them. After all, it will be quite easy, thought he, and he bade a squirrel, who was watching him on a tree close by, take a message to all the robber beasts of the forest, and in less than half an hour a great crashing of branches was heard, and bears, wolves, snakes, mice, frogs, and other creatures came pressing up to the cave. When they heard why they had been summoned, they declared themselves ready, each one to do his part. The bear took his crossbow from his neck and shot the reindeer in the chin, and from that day to this every reindeer has a mark in that same spot which is always known as the bear's arrow. The wolf shot him in the thigh, and the sign of his arrow still remains. So with the mouse and the viper and all the rest, even the frog, and at the last the reindeer all died, and the fox did nothing but looked on. I really must go down to the brook and wash myself, said he, though he was perfectly clean. And he went under the bank and hid himself behind a stone. From there he set up the most frightful shrieks, so that the animals fled away in all directions. Only the mouse and the ermine remained where they were, for they thought that they were much too small to be noticed. The fox continued his shrieks till he felt sure that the animals must have got to a safe distance. Then he crawled out of his hiding place and went to the bodies of the reindeer, which he now had all to himself. He gathered a bundle of sticks for a fire, and was just preparing to cook a steak when his enemy, the lap, came up, panting with haste and excitement. "'What are you doing there?' cried he. "'Why did you palm off those bones on me? And why, when you got the reindeer, did you kill them?' "'Dear brother,' answered the fox with a sob, "'do not blame me for this misfortune. It is my comrades who have slain them in spite of my prayers.' The man made no reply, for the white fur of the ermine, who was crouching with the mouse behind some stones, had just caught his eye. He hastily seized the iron hook, which hung over the fire, and flung it at the little creature. But the ermine was too quick for him, and the hook only touched the top of its tail. And that has remained black to this day. As for the mouse, the lap threw a half-burnt stick after him, and though it was not enough to hurt him, his beautiful white skin was smeared all over with it, and all the washing in the world did not make him clean again. And the man would have been wiser if he had let the ermine and the mouse alone, for when he turned around again, he found he was alone. Directly the fox noticed that his enemy's attention had wandered from himself, he watched his chance, and stole softly away until he had reached a clump of thick bushes, where he ran as fast as he could, till he reached the river where a man was mending his boat. "'Oh, I wish, I wish I had a boat to mend, too,' he cried, sitting up on his hind legs and looking into the man's face. "'Stop your silly chatter,' answered the man crossly, "'or I will give you a bath in the river.' "'Oh, I wish, I do wish I had a boat to mend,' cried the fox again, as if he had not heard and the man grew angry and seized him by the tail, and threw him far out in the stream, close to the edge of an island, which was just what the fox wanted. He easily scrambled up, 
and sitting on top he called, Hasten, hasten, O fishes, and carry me to the other side. And the fishes left the stones where they had been sleeping and the pools where they had been feeding and hurried to see who could get to the island first. I have won, shouted the pike. Jump on my back, dear fox, and you will find yourself in a trice on the opposite shore. No, thank you, answered the fox. Your back is much too weak for me. I should break it. Try mine, said the eel, who had wriggled to the front. No, thank you, replied the fox again. I should slip over your head and be drowned. You won't slip on my back, said the perch, coming forward. No, but you are really too rough, returned the fox. Well, you can have no fault to find with me, put in the trout. Good gracious, are you here, exclaimed the fox, but I'm afraid to trust myself to you either. At this moment, a fine salmon swam slowly up. Ah, yes, you are the person I want, said the fox, but come near so that I may get on your back without wetting my feet. So the salmon swam close under the island, and when he was touching it, the fox seized him in his claws and drew him out of the water and put him on a spit while he kindled a fire to cook him by. When everything was ready and the water in the pot was getting hot, he popped them in and waited till he thought the salmon was nearly boiled. But as he stooped down, the water gave a sudden fizzle and splashed into the fox's eyes, blinding him. He started backwards with a cry of pain and sat still for some minutes, rocking himself to and fro. When he was a little better, he rose and walked down the road till he met a grouse, who stopped and asked what was the matter. "'Have you a pair of eyes anywhere about you?' asked the fox politely. "'No, I'm afraid I haven't,' answered the grouse, and passed on. A little while after, the fox heard the buzzing of an early bee, whom a gleam of sun had tempted out. "'Do you happen to have an extra pair of eyes anywhere?' asked the fox. "'I'm sorry to say I have only those I am using,' replied the bee, and the fox went on till he nearly fell over an asp who was gliding across the road. "'I should be so glad if you would tell me where I could get a pair of eyes,' said the fox. "'I suppose you don't happen to have any you could lend me?' "'Well, if you only want them for a short time, perhaps I could manage,' answered the asp. "'But I can't do without them for long.' "'Oh, it's only for a very short time that I need them,' said the fox. "'I have a pair of my own just behind that hill, and when I find them, I will bring yours back to you. Perhaps you will keep these till then.' So he took the eyes out of his own head and popped them into the head of the asp, and put the asp's eyes in their place. As he was running off, he cried over his shoulder, As long as the world lasts, the asp's eyes will go down in the heads of foxes from generation to generation. And so it has been. And if you look at the eyes of an asp, you will see that they are all burnt, and though thousands and thousands of years have gone by since the fox was going about playing tricks upon everybody he met, the asp still bears the traces of the day when the sly creature cooked the salmon. End of section 20 Recording by Richard Kilmer, Rio Medina, Texas
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.